Welcome to Ready, Set, Sold with your host, Brian Vogt. Are you wanting or even thinking about selling your house but don't know where to start? Good thing you've found Ready, Set, Sold. And now, real estate broker, Brian Vogt. Good morning, everyone. Welcome to Ready, Set, Sold. I'm your host, Brian Vogt. Happy Saturday, everyone. Hope you're having a fantastic weekend. The Christmas season, the holiday season is fast approaching. We're looking at next week and it's going to be the big day. So hopefully you either have finished all of your holiday shopping or that you're at least started. So the one thing that uh, you don't want to have is naturally is that panic. And even if you do have that panic, you know, hopefully you'll be able to knock it out uh, before Christmas Eve and, and get those gifts and get those things that you want. But I think most people know, especially maybe for myself, as you get older, it's it's more about just the season itself and, and what it what it brings uh, to, to to people and people in a little bit better mood. With that said, we've got a big, big show today. We've got quite a few guests, and so I'm going to kind of get into that uh, shortly. But, but first, I want to talk about the market. Uh, the market is still going strong, the housing market in the Metro East, whether you have in O'Fallon, Shiloh, Edwardsville, Columbia, Belleville, all the surrounding areas, we've seen great success for sellers having their house in the market and getting the pricing they're looking for and the time factor that they that they want. Briefly, I've been doing this now for close to seven months, but I always want to give people a reminder that this all started when I wrote a number one best-selling book called Ready, Set, Sold, 12 Proven Steps to Get Your House Sold, for Top Dower, and a Fast Sale. And that led to the radio program contacting me and doing a weekly program, and we've had some fantastic success with that. A few other ways, not only the radio program that you can contact us or listen to the program, I should say. Uh, Number one, podcasts. Podcasts are becoming very, very big. And so all the shows are on podcasts. You can go to Google Play or iTunes, and you can listen to those. You can take a segment. So, for example, our guests, if you would catch the show maybe in the middle or whatever, you can go back and can listen specifically what you want, or you can listen to the host show. And we'd love for you to like us on Facebook. And the last thing before we get started, I always want to give the opportunity. We're coming into the new year, and that is is to get the book. The book, uh, if you listen to this radio program, you can get the book for free. Go to readysetsold.org, not.com, readysetsold.org net.com and pick up the book because the new season is fast approaching in home sales and you want to get ahead of the game. With that said, we do have a full show today and my first guest I'm going to be introducing is co-owner of Cecil Management. Her name is Renee Wittenauer. Hi, Renee. How are you? Good, Brian. How are you doing? I'm doing fantastic. Thank you. I brought Renee on here because they do uh, they do a lot of different things in, in, in property management, but one of the things that they, they do very, very well is the leasing department. And that's always a question that we find that comes up quite often. Again, maybe it's a military person that's leaving for a short time. They want to come back and, and retire in O'Fallon, but they get orders for two or three years. That's not as uncommon. It could be a, a, a person that is, you know, has a job transfer. We just see that happen not too long ago for a year or two years, but they still love the area. They want to come back to the Metro East and, and, and move back in. And the real question comes into is, is how do you know? How do you know? There's several of them out there, but how do you know what to look for? And Renee, I love you to address that topic. You know, if you're in that situation, 
what do you look for when you're looking for somebody to, to lease your house out? I think the number one question that I love whenever prospective owners ask me is, what can I do for them? So I want to understand what an owner's goals are. So if you have a military person where they're going to be leaving, you know, for only two years and then they do want to come back and retire here, your property manager has to understand that your goal is to lease this house and have a, a successful lease and a successful experience, but only for two years. And then either you want to move back into it or you want to sell it. Because then your goals and your marketing and your pricing and everything can be helped geared towards meeting your particular needs, whether it's two, three, five years down the road. So so yeah, definitely I, knowing. Yeah. Go ahead. Oh, I was going to say definitely the property manager has to understand what the end result is for the owner. I love what you said there because, again, and we do see that with other other companies sometimes, it's just, you know, you're leaving and whatever, and we treat you if you're leaving forever or if you're leaving for a short period of time. So I love that I love that aspect of it of of having making sure that the property manager asks exactly what your goals are and, and working together. That's what I'm hearing. That becomes a key element of what you're doing, correct? Absolutely, yeah. And, you know, and some simple things that you may not think about, um, if the carpet has to be replaced due to a water leak, you know, what type of you know, what type of quality are you wanting to do? Or if an appliance breaks and you have to replace an appliance. So it can be from big to little stuff. Um, the decision-making process, which your property manager is involved in, definitely you have to know the bigger picture whenever you're making those key decisions for them. And, and, and I'm sure that it does happen on occasion. You need to have somebody that's making that decision, which is which is great. But hopefully it doesn't happen too often, right? I mean, hopefully that most of the leasing opportunities, and they could be longer than two years or they could be five or whatever, that you have probably much, much more success stories. And, and I'm sure that might be something critical that a, a potential person would love to know, right? That would be a question they want to know is how do you operate? What kind of success stories are you having, correct? Yeah, definitely. And, you know, unfortunately, everybody has those horror stories of being a landlord. But in the almost 14 years I've been doing it, I have thousands of success stories. And it's success stories that work well for the homeowner, whether it's a homeowner that doesn't want to be a landlord. You know, there's a lot out there where if they can't sell their house for whatever reason, or if the military does take them away, but they want to end up back here, they may not necessarily want to be a landlord. But the goal with a good property manager, especially one of my biggest goals, is I want those owners to someday go back and say, wow, that was a success and that worked. And we do that. And it's it's fun to do that. And it's fun to see a tenant be able to make memories and have a great tenancy, you know, for however long they do it. But also for the owner to say, I just built up more equity in my house. My house is still in good condition. And it's a win-win for everybody. So a lot of success stories in that end. And that's that's a, a really, really fun part of my job is getting to make that happen and see see through the entire process of that happens. Right, and, and I think that, that that that's really critical, and I love what you said there because the one part that I really caught is is that you, just listening to you, and I've known you for years, it's always great to work with someone that has some passion for what they do, and, and you tend to get the best of the best, and, and that's that's important. So when you're talking to somebody and, Again, I don't know. I've just heard the stories. You've heard more of them. 
where it's just fill in the dots, uh, do this, uh, give me some money, and then we'll go check out your house. That may not be the direction you want to take, correct? Correct, right. You Yes, and it, it's definitely not a one-size-fits-all, you know, that somebody, a property management company can say, this is our plan, this is what we do for every property, because what works for one may not work for the other. Um, of course, you want to have the general guidelines, and I do have my general guidelines, but, you know, particular stuff may come up, um, you know, say, for instance, walkthroughs. I recommend we get into a, a property at least once a year. But there's some owners, because of different situations or, you know, if they approve a pet and they don't want to, I get into that maybe six months, maybe quarterly. So there's there's definitely customization that you want to make sure your property management company can do for you, again, just so they can meet your needs in the end. So, again, it's not a situation where you sign the thing and then somebody comes in. If that's what you're hearing from uh, any property manager, they probably have the wrong one. If it's just, you know, you know, here we're going to put some some marketing up and we'll get that person in and, and you know, pricing and all those things, well, if it works, it works, that, that there's a lot more involved with it and you should be expecting a lot more from your property manager because this is your biggest asset, correct? Absolutely, yeah. I mean, ha- I love whenever clients have high expectations for me. I love the challenge of it. I love to meet their expectations. And what I tell my team members is, hey, we have our policies in place, but always be willing to think outside the box. Always be willing to go the extra mile to make it happen. You know, we want to be that trusted one-stop shop source to take care of their property. And it can be, you know, we've been able to get insurance quotes for people. Just, hey, I want to change my um, insurance company over. Do you have anybody you recommend? And so that's not in our normal property management, you know, task that we do, but being able to help homeowners in that sense is, is fun too. So, yeah, absolutely. You want a property management company that's not just going to do the ABCs of property management, but they're going to be able to go the extra mile and then communicate that with people as well. Um, communication is so easy. And if you have a property management company that is not communicating with you, whether that's emails, or if you can't remember the last time that you talked to them on the phone, if you don't have an online portal where you can see the live transparent information, um, those would be concerns. So those are good questions that you want to come in there and ask as well. That's awesome. That's awesome. Thank you so much for for spending some time with us and some great tips. And and I think it, it, it again, tells us, you know, that we, we, a few more questions, finding out, not signing on the dotted line, asking a few probing questions. How are you really going to communicate to me? What I'm hearing from you, Renee, is there should be a system. There should be ways of being able to make this all work. And and I think that's fantastic. Well, we'll tell you what, we're running out of time in this segment, but you've been listening to Renee Whitnauer, part owner of Cecil Management Group. She's giving some great tips. We'll be back soon with Mark Howell of Community Title. Welcome back to Ready, Set, Sold. I'm your host, Brian Vogt. Thanks so much for joining us today. In the first segment, we talked about leasing with Renee Wittenauer. In this segment, we're going to talk about the mysteries of the universe for most people, and that is a title company. What exactly does a title company do? We kind of all know we have to get there at one time or another, 
But that's why I'm so excited to introduce my guest, Mark Cowgill of Community Title. Mark, you there? I'm right here, Brian. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. Your, your, your title, your, your, your subject matter couldn't be more appropriate. Uh, it is a mystery as to what a title company does. Most people, as you said, know they have to be there, know they have to sign a bunch of papers, and know it's probably going to cost them a little bit of money. Other than that, I don't think most people know anything about the process of what a title company does, what services we provide, and, and, and why uh, a buyer, a seller uh, need our services. So hopefully I can shed some light on that uh, today and, and inform your uh, listeners as to, as to what the mystery of a title company is. I have to tell you, the first and foremost thing I want to share with the listener is this. We actually have two roles at the title company, and, and they are separate, but for most people, the separation never never shows itself. First off, a title company is there to ensure title to real estate. We are in the business of selling title insurance, and that is a in the form of a title policy, which we give to new owners of property and to the lenders of people who uh, lenders who borrow that they borrow money from, who people borrow money from when they buy a piece of property. So we're working for really the new owner and the lender in a real estate transaction, and our job in issuing title insurance is is more complicated, I think, than most people think. Uh, some are easier than others, but our job is to receive an order for title insurance from a realtor, from a lender, whoever, from a buyer or a seller, and our job then is to perform what we call a title search on that piece of property and on those parties that are involved in the transaction. We do that by searching the county records at the local courthouse here in St. Clair County. Uh, we're in at the courthouse every day. We have somebody there every day who searches the records. A lot of that information is available on the computer, so you can do some of it away from the courthouse. But for the most part, uh, the work is done inside the walls of the recorder's office, the treasurer's office, the county clerk's office, those offices at the courthouse which keep the records which we are required to check to make sure that the title uh, to the property is going to be clear for the new buyer and for the lender. Uh, once we've finished that search process, uh, we take that information and we uh, prepare what's known as a title commitment. And quite honestly, most buyers and sellers and uh, don't see a title commitment very often. It's something that's done kind of behind the scenes, and and we give the uh, title commitment to the lender, to the realtors, to the buyers and sellers if they ask for it. And that title commitment is a fairly important piece of paper. Um, it is a it is a snapshot. It is a synopsis, if you will, of what the title to the property looks like on a certain date. It lists who's entitled to the property. It lists what the taxes are on the property and whether or not they've been paid or due or sold or whatever the case may be. More importantly, on, on what we call Schedule B of that commitment, 
we list all the encumbrances. Now, that's a big word, but encumbrances means those things that affect title to the property, those things that are that are, are things that maybe a buyer uh, or a lender need to be concerned about. Most of them not. Some of them, yes. We will find in a search that the seller has a mortgage on the property, and, of course, we need to take care of that mortgage at the time uh, when we do the closing. There may also be liens and judgments against the seller or a buyer. There could also be things affecting the buyer as well. Those are all things that through that search process and through leading up to the closing, it is the title company's job, along with the help of the buyers and the sellers and lender, to remedy any issues that may affect title to the property for a buyer and for the lender. And that's the meat of what a title insurance company does. That is the process we go through. Many times it's a fairly simple process, and many times it's a very complicated process. Um, But that's what we do, issue that title commitment to let everybody know what the title status is at that time and what needs to be done to ensure that we as a title company can give the buyer and the lender a clear title policy as clear a title policy as we can give. You're always going to find some easements. You're always going to find some building lines on property. Those things aren't really an issue. Those are things that just go with the land uh, concerning a piece of property. But we do not want to convey title to a buyer subject to a judgment or subject to some lien that may affect their ability to sell the property down the road. It may cost them some money. If we have given title insurance and something pops up on that, and we don't clear it up, it could cost the title company money. Remember, it is an insurance policy. We are going to end up giving an insurance policy to the buyer and the lender to ensure they have good title. If we don't do our job correctly, it can cost people money, and if the title company is at fault, it can cost the title company money. The second part of what we do is what people most think of a title company is the closing process, the escrow closing, as we call it. Nine times out of ten, when we do the title work on a piece of property and we issue that commitment, it is going to lead up to what we call a closing. We're going to do a closing in which buyer, seller, lender, realtors, everybody shows up at the table, sometimes, most of the time at different times, but we sign all the paperwork. And that's what most people uh, think about when they talk about going to a title company because that is what we do. That is the second part of what we do, the closing part. It can be complicated. Yes, there's a lot of paperwork, but I'll tell you what, it is very important that everybody understands that process the best they can. In any business, an informed consumer is the best type of consumer. Someone who comes to the closing table knowing what they're getting into, knowing the process, will have a better experience at the closing table. We appreciate and we we hope that people are not afraid to ask questions before, during, and after the closing. Uh, it's a complicated. It can seem to be a complicated process. It doesn't have to be if you know to ask some questions along the way of the title company, of the realtor, of the lender. That closing process uh, is what it's all about. And when everybody leaves the table, we want everybody to have a good feeling in their, you know, good feeling that everything went well. And most of the time it happens. 
Sometimes it does. You're, you're right. I mean, like I said, it's a happy time. You know, the buyer's buying, the seller's selling. They've made their decision. So that's in the end, you know, what you're what you're trying to accomplish. And I know you do a great job with it at Community Title. We're running out of time. I'm sure we there's time. We maybe have you come back later on another segment because you've got. I mean, we usually hit the tip of the iceberg. I mean, uh, what most sellers don't know is they can have a choice on what title company that they want to use. Absolutely. It is the seller's choice. It is exactly the seller's choice. It is their choice to choose. Most of the time people go back to the title company they're at before, but that doesn't that's not a necessity. Uh as I've said many times, and I guess I'll close with this, all us title companies do about the same thing. You know, all the paperwork is pretty much the same. It really is the customer service aspect of community title that we try to push and we hope uh, everybody, like you say, leaves the table with a good feeling that we can, you know, we can do the job uh, and and leave a good taste in their mouth. That's for sure. Awesome, awesome. Thank you so much, Mark. And we're going to wrap up this segment. And next segment, we're going to have a home inspector on from Metro East Home Inspections. So stay tuned. We'll be back in a few minutes. Listen to Race Soul with your host Brian Boat. Welcome back to Ready, Set, Sold. I'm your host, Brian Vogt, and I'm really excited. We have a guest uh, today from Metro East, uh, I should say, I guess now it's Metro East in Missouri Home Inspections. And uh, Keith, you on the line? Yeah, I'm here. Keith, uh, I wanted to have you on because one of the things that we hear all the time, especially from sellers and sometimes buyers, is, is, oh, my goodness, here comes that home inspector, and everything's going to go badly, and, and and nightmare scenarios. And the good news, at least from our perspective of what we found, is is that rarely happens. I mean, that's part of your job, right, is to find if there is a major problem. But the good news, it doesn't always happen that way. And so I want to bring you on is to maybe give some comfort to possibly sellers on what to expect when a home inspection happens. And if you could give us that information, I would appreciate it. Yeah, thank you, Brian. Like you said, we're not there to be a roadblock in the whole real estate process. You know, we're there to make you an educated buyer. We're there to protect your money. Um, You know, we're there to give you some leverage in the real estate transaction. Uh, A good home inspector is going to give you positive attributes about the home while he's there, not just tell you the negatives. You know, there's good and bad to every home. Every home is lived in. Every home is going to have nickel and dime maintenance issues that are going to need done to it. Uh, you know, there's a chance we're going to come in and find some moderate to, to some larger concerns. You know, it's all about how it's addressed to the client, you know, to the buyer. Uh, we're, that, we're not there to scare the buyer. A, a good home inspector is going to give you an, a non-alarmist approach. They're going to explain things to you, you know, in a simple everyday term, not, not in a bunch of construction lingo. Uh, we're going to explain to you why the condition's happening, uh, you know, how, how concerning is it, and then maybe suggest, you know, somebody to contact or a route to take to correct the deficiency in the home. Uh, like I said, a good home inspector is going to give you more information than just the negatives of the home. Uh, we're going we're gonna to walk you around the home as we go through. We're going to give you maintenance tips. Uh, we're going to give you, you know, our positive attribute, attributes about the home. We're going to tell you what to watch for in the home. Uh, our intent is basically to make you a good homeowner. You know, coming into the home, there's going to be problems with every home. Like you said, Brian, that, that's our, our job is to find the deficiencies, the problems with the home, and identify those, you know. Uh, we're not local inspectors, you know, city or county 
authorities by any means. We don't have the authority to tell these sellers that they have to fix all of these items on the home. We're there to give you a good overview, top to bottom of the entire home, because you know there's a lot of counties and cities out there that don't have a local inspector that don't provide you know even just the safety check items, the carbon monoxide, the smoke detectors, the you know handrails at staircases, GFI type outlets. Uh, you know, there's there's counties and cities around here right now that don't have those guys. So we're kind of the forefront in providing you those safety issues, those safety concerns, those things are going to hurt you guys um, and get those in place. Uh, on top of that, we're going to inspect, you know, the entire home. We, we're for hire only home inspectors. Um, you know, I'm Illinois State Licensed, Missouri Certified through ASHE, which is, uh, you know, the gold standard in Missouri. And, you know, we're, we're coming in there just to give you guys a good overview of the home to protect your money, you know, to protect your investment. Uh, it's a lot of money to spend. You know, uh, buyers come to us and they're they're just terrified. They walk in the house. They think we're going to find something majorly concerning. They think there's going to be a big problem with the home that's going to kill the whole real estate transaction. You know, that that's not what we're we're really there for. We're really there to give you an idea of of everything as a as a whole. You know, to take a step back and to take a whole look at the entire house and say, you know, yes, does it have numerous concerns and a lot of nickel and dime things going on. Uh, maybe so, you know, but the structure of the home, the bones of the home are good. The HVAC system is new. You know, the roof has been replaced recently. You know, we're there to give you those those larger um, larger overview of the home, not just nickel and dime and nitpick everything at the house, you know, because everybody has a different outlook on what they want to do with the house, you know. I mean, some people can see, uh, you know, the, the quality and, and the, the vision of a home, even though it may be, you know, a little bit, torn down and, and maintenance not taken care of very well. We can't see that home through that buyer's eyes. So it's our job just to give them the goods, the bads, you know, uh, what to expect as they go down the road, maybe some tips on some direction to take if they're going to do some remodeling, um, those kind of things. And just answer the questions that they have for us about the home. You know, everybody comes into a home with, you know, a hundred questions about, you know, why things were done a certain way or, you know, how can they improve upon this or what if they want to do this or want to do that or, you know, even what are things, things that they see that they don't know. And it's our job as professionals, professional home inspectors, you know, to be able to answer those questions, to be able to give those folks some direction, to be able to to kind of make them feel more comfortable with the home, reassured with the home that when they when they do go to sign those papers and spend that money, you know, they have a clear conscience and they're an educated buyer. That That's kind of what our job is. I, and I love that, and, and I think that's the thing is what I'm really hearing is is you're looking for that win-win. There could be some nickel and dime things to be done, but that sellers, on a whole, uh, shouldn't be concerned about it, and that, that, that we're trying to put something together. We're not trying to break it apart, and I think that's important when you when you understand about the home inspection, the home inspection process. And I love what you said there, uh, just in, in in so many words, exactly that is just that we're. We're here to make sure that the buyer has an awareness of the house and also the seller is aware of what they're doing too because they don't, most sellers don't want to be selling something that they feel is inferior anyway. And the good news is that very seldom happens. Right. With that, I tell you what, Keith, we're running out of time, but I, I, I'm going to probably have you come back very shortly at the tip of the week because there's something that uh, I think that most sellers could do to, to kind of eliminate the fear. So we will be back. Uh, in the next, I guess, two to three minutes. I'm not sure how long commercials last. We'll be back shortly, and we'll be talking to a painter, though, a professional painter that can help you through the process of selling your home. Listen to Brian Vogt with Ready, Said, Sold. We'll see you in depth.
Welcome back to Ready, Set, Sold. I'm your host, Brian Vogt. Thanks so much for staying with us. And we've been talking a lot of things already in the program. We've talked about the inspections. We've talked about uh, leasing options, title work. And now we're going to talk to something that I think is probably, you know, on a real estate point of view, somewhat misunderstood. And when I mean misunderstood, that is bringing in a professional painting uh, company. And sometimes it's, it's simply, you know, who to get, who, what questions should you ask. Oftentimes what we find is, is that people take a longer time, much longer time when they try to do it themselves. There's nothing wrong with that. But there's a lot of headaches and there's a lot of things of moving furniture and doing the taping and making sure nothing drips. And look, when you're looking to sell your house, there's a lot of other things that are going on, plus just your life. And so that's why I wanted to have Jim Beatty of, uh, as a franchise owner of Pro of Belleville, talk about that. Uh, Jim, you with us? Yes, I am. Jim, thanks so much for joining us. And that's really kind of an issue sometimes that comes into play. You probably hear that, and there's concern of what which painter to use or how to get moving forward, and, and I'd love if you can go into that in more detail. Thanks, Brian. Really appreciate it. Uh, we've been in business for 10 years. Um, we find that our customers, when they come to us, they're, they've got loads of questions, and one of the things that we do point out is that we do carry full general liability insurance, and if you select somebody that doesn't have any insurance, basically the property owner, uh, you know, runs the liability of something's damaged. Uh, could be just parking the car and they run into your car, little things like that. Um, you know, we also carry uh, workers' comp. Um, most homeowners don't have workers' comp insurance, but anybody they hire uh, from the outside, even as Joe down the street that's out of a job, if he gets falls and gets hurt, injures his back, they could end up with another house payment. So we do recommend that you do check to make sure there's insurance by anybody that you choose out there. Um, we we take a lot of pride in getting uh, communicating with the customer, proper documentation, the paperwork what exactly is being painted, what prep work we have to do, any repairs, what type of paint's gonna be used. Um, when homeowners buy a new home, uh, typically the builder says, what color of paint do you want? And that's all they get to choose. They end up with a flat paint that's not washable. Uh, we make sure we fit the needs of the customer if they wanna stay there a long time or they're just getting ready to sell. It, there's different you have uh, customers that are buying homes and you got customers that are selling homes. Um, part of the reason why most people choose us is, is they don't have enough time to do the project. Uh, we can get in and get out uh, fairly quickly. Usually uh, like two bedrooms we can do probably in oh, about a half a day of work and we can paint a house in two to three days depending on what's being painted and what's being repaired. Yeah, that's awesome. And I think something that that I love that you brought up, and it's one of those things that people don't think about, especially when you're hiring anybody into your house. And I think it's a good rule of thumb, and, and you brought it out, is there is a potential liability. Now, it's not saying that something bad is going to happen, of course, 
but having that workers camp, having that safety. And you know what? It, it maybe maybe it's a few hours more for for that service or whoever it is, whether it be a painter or anyone else. But that's money most most hours we find is well spent. Not only to do a great job, but also if something would go wrong, because you made a good point, it could get serious money that you're not making one house payment, you're making two house payments. So so making sure that you have that protection as a home seller, I think is 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 fantastic. And I love what you said about the timing of it too, Jim. But I, I think the big thing about it is we're coming up to the holidays. And the one thing that that I, I'm going to put it out there, I don't know the answer to this. There's still time for people to get their house painted for, for everybody coming over and uh, enjoying a great Christmas dinner, isn't there? Yes, there is. Yeah, we're taking orders right right today that we can do next week. So it's it's not impossible, and it's just a matter of getting the estimate, agreeing on the on what's going to be done, and moving forward. Uh, you know, we take several methods of payment. Uh, we take checks, we take credit cards, and if somebody's selling, one of the features we do offer is a 12 month same as cash. They could actually get the painting done, and use use that money from the bank to basically get their house ready and then pay for it out of the closing, which is, I think, ideal. I love that. I love that because, again, so you solve a lot of problems sometimes if if the seller is potentially financially uh, strapped or maybe, you know, sometimes sellers do have uh, a lot of equity into their their houses. So that's a, that's a very easy way to do, uh, do the process. I love that idea, and I love what you're talking about, too, Again, the, the ability to, you know, not just having the painting, which great work there, but it's all the other things that get tied into it that sometimes we as sellers don't know, they don't think about, is is that, you know, where's this all going to end up at? So you have the protection, things can get done quickly, and that you also have flexibility in payments. And you're not going to get that, and I'm not knocking this, I actually know a few people, but from that you know, neighborhood paint guy, it doesn't mean he doesn't do a good job. But again, when it really comes down to it, the protection that a professional like yourself, Jim, uh, offers is, is something that sellers really need to be aware of. And I'll speak on the real estate side a little bit. Uh, the time factor, we just had a situation we heard about where a seller was going to put their house in the market. They knew they needed to get their their house painted. They knew the living room and the dining room and those areas need to be done. And the plan was they were going to be weekend warriors. God love them. But guess what? A month and a half later, they still hadn't quite gotten it done. And guess what? They brought in a professional, knocked it out, similar to you, Jim, in a half a day. And they kind of laughed at themselves that they wish they had just started with a professional to begin with. And we're running out of time. I just want to mention I've been talking with Jim Beatty, uh, franchise owner of Certipro. Had some great information. And again, if you're thinking about selling or maybe still the holiday season, there's time to get those rooms painted. So with that, we will be back with the tip of the week. Stay tuned.
Welcome back to Ready, Set, Sold. I'm your host, Brian Vogt. Thank you so much for joining us. And now it's a portion of the show where people, uh, we hear a lot of positive responses, and that's the tip of the week. And earlier we were talking to Keith from Metro East Missouri Home Inspections. I'm talking about the inspection process. And one of the things that we do find sometimes that sellers, and depending on, you know, what their makeup is, how they're thinking, maybe they're new selling, maybe it's been years, whatever the situation is, that instead of waiting for the buyer to bring in their inspection and to go through the house in two or three hours, is to get it pre-inspected. And, 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 and Keith, if you could, I'm sure you've done pre-inspections and they turned out pretty well, correct? Yeah, I've done a lot of good homes, you know, that the buyers are taken care of very well. But I also see the other side of the spectrum, too. Um, you know, it, it's just a great idea to have a home pre-listed or, you know, a pre-inspection done prior to listing to identify those larger concerns, those things that you overlook every day that you know are broke but you just forgot about that could take you 10 minutes and a couple dollars to repair. You know, and it just kind of makes the home look more presentable. Um, takes away from all the surprises when the buyers have their own inspection done and have a home inspector sweep through the house. You know, when you see the numerous little nickel and dime concerns, which could really be left off of the platter if you guys would just get them taken care of up front, you know, replacing light bulbs, you know, tightening door handles down, you know, simple minor repairs that could be done ahead of time that would just kind of make the home look more presentable to your buyers and just kind of take away from that whole fear of what's going to be found during the buyer's home inspection process. You know, uh, we we do a good number of pre-listing home inspections on homes in the, you know, the, the general Metro East Missouri area. And, you know, our, our, our sellers are just always so surprised to see that we identified the items that they knew about already. They had just forgot and they overlook them every day. So it just kind of makes them feel comfortable. gives gives them more peace of mind is what it does. And, and I love what you said there. And I think that just to add on to that too is, is look, sometimes, unfortunately, sometimes there is a big item. And I know on the real estate side, getting ahead of that, Finding out if there is an issue with the roof, if there is an issue with the heating and cooling system or even water heater or one of the bigger items. You, know, you want to get ahead of that because when you put your house on the market and that comes up later, that can create some serious problems and put some doubt in buyers' minds. And the other thing, too, and Keith, I love what you said, and that was perception is reality in real estate. And buyers see that light switch. They can't understand why the light switch doesn't work. It starts putting that doubt, and that can have an effect on them moving forward your house or sometimes the price that you get for your house. Since they're starting to try to protect themselves, and in those situations, that could cost you thousands of dollars. So, so Keith, great tips. Uh, if you have any doubts whatsoever, you know, talk to your agent, you know, ask them about the idea of getting it pre-inspected. Have somebody like uh, Keith come out there. It's, it's painless, but I tell you what, it gets all those things out of the way quick and easy. And uh, we've, we've used uh, Metro East Missouri inspections for years. They do a great job. With that said, uh, great show. Keith, thanks so much for being on the, on the program. Happy Saturday, everyone. See you next week.